Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, While you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 186 for Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? Having a good uh, week so far? Enjoying your lives? I did some PS5 merching with my buddy Jad, uh, and we hit up the uh, the old Costco in Quebec. It's so, so funny, it's Quebec, but people say like, quote, Quebec, like there's a W in it there. Who's messaging me? I just started my podcast for the love of criminy. Um, sorry. Soon. Hey, I can't even spell when I'm in a hurry. All right. <laughs> Tell you guys about uh, that. Um, I made, uh, I got a, I got a, one of those meal boxes. My buddy sent me a meal box and I will tell you guys all about uh, what that was like. Hmm? I finished the game Uncharted. Uh, I did that one. Um, what else did I do? Helped out a buddy. I'm all caught up like everybody else on the old Mando Lorian. Uh, that's a fun show. Liking that a whole heck of a lot. And, uh, what else? I got some, uh, I, I did one of the meals with my pal is I went to visit her. Um, what else did I do? Um, geez, I got a bunch of stuff done. I got, uh, yeah, like it's, I've, I've had nothing but errands. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm headlining absolute comedy from the second to the, the hell date is it? I think like the sixth, I said it last week, uh, and I've forgotten it already guys, man, am I ever organized? I'm trying to bang this out. Um, I don't know about you guys, a new Apple update. And it's like, it doesn't matter which way you swipe your finger. If you're like a quarter of an inch, somewhere different on the phone, the goddamn thing does a completely different, you know, um, I think my calendar is the one I had at the bottom. Uh, the second to the sixth. Yeah. So I knew it and I just had to go through it again. Uh, and I, the reason I'm changing is because my notes were completely different before because I was supposed to be headlining next week. Um, but then somebody canceled and Jay moved some shit around and now I'm, I'm, I'm bailing them out guys. I'm bailing out absolute comedy because they had a headliner cancel. You know, who's Johnny professional, this fucking guy, right? You need me. I'm there. God damn it. So I'll tell you guys about all this goofy shit. So uh, I got some, I, I got some stickers. Uh, I'm getting some stickers done available for pickup on Friday morning. So I'll have those to give away to people and some um, one man podcast stuff for you guys. Let me know if you want some stuff. I'll, uh, I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, throw those into envelopes and send them your way. But anyways, I'm picking that up this week. I, I don't even know how much, uh, how much stuff I got. I know that, um, I'm giving books away. As I mentioned last week, I gave my, my, uh, copy of behind the horror to my pal, Paul Meyerha. And, uh, yeah. So I, I sent red a book 
a while back, my pal Vanessa, who co-hosts with me from time to time. And uh, I sent her a copy of The Gunslinger. I talked about it in the podcast. But inside, like, I just printed this thing that was like, hey, this was sent to a listener of the One Man Podcast. Because I basically just said, hey, I'm done with it. If anyone wants it, let me know. Um, and I was like, hey, I've got all these books and I'm reading more now. So I'm kind of like, well, when I'm done a book, I would love to just give it away. But, you know, I wanted to put a little thing in it that's like, hey, this was given to one of my listeners or whatever. And, uh, you know, please enjoy and just keep keep it moving. You know, if you're done with it, don't throw it away or stick it on your shelf never to be revisited. Keep it, keep it moving. Give it to somebody else. Let someone else enjoy it. I'd like to know that my, my books and things will have a a second and third and fourth, hopefully life. And at the same time, if someone's like, Oh, what's this book laying here on a coffee shop? That'd be great. Unfortunately, with like the time of COVID, you can't just do that anymore. You can't just be like, I'm just going to leave this book here on a, on a table in a coffee shop. And maybe it's new owner. will find it, you know, like, uh, like the, the, the dog's purpose or whatever, where it's like, I just keep getting reincarnated and finding my master again. Only it'll be like, you know, I don't know. I, there, it's funny. Cause like, Pre-COVID, almost my entire life, my mom got it in my head early that like buying books in a used bookstore is like dirty. Like I remember we used to have these book fairs at our school where it was just piles and piles of old books. I find old books have a, a an, a, an undesirable, to me, an undesirable smell. I don't like the smell of old books. Um, some people do. Some people need to crack a, a comic book and smell it or crack a book and smell it. I saw that on... Uh, on comic book many years ago, it's like almost like a pawn stars of comic book and geeky nerdy shit. And, uh, <clears throat> the action comics, the first one with, uh, Superman, I think it was like action comics, number 38 or something like that. First superhero ever was the, was Superman in that comic. And, uh, I think, uh, that we're on comic book, man. And they were at some guy's collection or some museum. And the guy had one of the original printings of it. And they're like, can you, can you take it out? And can we smell it? And he like opens the book and the guy like, he's like, it's just like, that's his thing. Smelling. Someone else is like, no, I, I get that. I get the smelling of comics. Like, I just remember that. Anyways, that, that came to mind when I was talking about like smelling books. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, buying used books was always a thing to me. So and then my mom was like, yeah, sometimes used books will have like bugs or something. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about now. I don't think I've ever seen a case of bugs and books, but maybe just like, I don't know. It's paper. It's the same reason my dad asked me the other day. He's like, he's like, you know, you don't, you don't read in the bathroom. And I was like, no, no, that's fucking to me. That's so gross. Again, I'm trying not to be like judgy. Like I get that there's so many people, you know, I've been watching married with children too, uh, as of late, just on, uh, on, on prime there. And just like the amount of times like that old thing, you know, Al Bundy will just reach over, grab the newspaper, tuck it under his arm and you know where he's going, right? There's a thing about just in the bathroom and reading. I, I get it. I've also talked about how I don't get how people are in there long enough to actually need reading material. You know, if you're sitting there, you're like, well, I'm going to go for a poop could come in anytime now. <clears throat> you know, it's like, it's not, if it's not ready, it's not ready. You know, if you sit down and it's not already on its way out, like who is <laughs> my brain is like, whose poop is coming out. So like the only excuse to be on the toilet before it's actually coming out <clears throat> excuse me, is that it's, it's, it's out. It's like, it's on its way out. It's actually coming out like a Play-Doh fun factor or whatever. But how are you in there for half an hour? Like how slow is that coming out? Is it slowly like, just like those lines of resolution when the internet first came out and you were trying to download a picture and it was just like one line and then another little line of resolution, just the slowest, you know, like a fucking old printer. It's just one line at a time. 
your crap's coming out of you super slow and you're like, yeah, I can't, can't get up. It's already there. It's not, it's not broken off. I'm not going to wiggle it loose. Like, I don't know. I just, I what the fuck are you doing in the bathroom? If you're not shitting, there's no way it's coming out that slow. I don't, I don't believe it for a second. That's a, that's a joke, but you're just sitting there and nothing's happening. The only thing I can, I can understand is like, you want to break from the wife and kids. I just want some peace and quiet. When I'm in the old stink box, nobody bothers me. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm all business. I don't like being in a, in a, in a closet with shit smell. Turn on the fan. Yeah. It doesn't work most of the time. Not the fan, just in general. There's still that shit smell. I've talked about people going there, spray stuff. It's just, it's disgusting to me. It's a, it's a box or a room smells of shit and don't spray pumpkin spice or apple cinnamon or lilac. You're just going to make me hate those smells too. All right. I get it. It's shit. I, I still smell shit, but now I smell lilac too. And now I'm going to associate shit with lilac, shit with apple, shit with pumpkin, things I like. I don't need to associate, create those conditions in my head. So just fuck off. I go in there. I shit. I suck it up for the minute or two that I'm in there. I'm ready to go. I got to poop. Go in, give her the old solid push. All right. Are you going to wonder about those guys? Are those the guys that you're going to want in a, in a situation that requires like action? You know what I mean? Maybe that's the barometer. When you're dating the guy, see how long he spends in the bathroom. You're like, if he's a, if he's a fucking ambitious go-getter, he's not wasting 40 minutes of his day, just sitting in the bathroom, waiting for the poop to come. Right. That's like the guy who's waiting for the phone to ring. He's a fucking loser. I'm telling you that right now, ladies. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck was my first point of all of this? Oh yeah. I'm getting stickers for my books. <laughs> Speaking of which I'm going to, I'm going to finish this point, but I had to write it down when I finished the last episode on this week's sheet. Cause I was just sitting there going, I'm like, I was reading my notes and I was like, Oh fuck. I never got back to that. <clears throat> anyways the point is i don't like reading in the bathroom it's gross it's a, a room that often has humidity right like i got four roommates or sorry three roommates there's four of us total in the house and people are in there showering all the time and this and that and it's just like i'm not gonna go to a room that's got humidity and bring paper in oh yeah let's get a big pack of paper so that the humidity can wet the book and then it can absorb all the smells of the bathroom so that i can lay in bed later and read this and just smell all of the horrible food choices that my roommates make in processed, disgusting devil's pudding form. That's disgusting. It's fucking gross. So again, if you're a bathroom reader kind of guy, like again, yes, I, I'm aware that I, I have, you know, preached Uncle John's bathroom readers for a long time. I don't read them in the bathroom. That's merely a, a yeah, oh God, it's so gross. Whereas like I've seen them on the back of the toilet at my, my parents' place, you know, my mom's place and my dad was there. He had one on the back of the toilet. It's just like, ugh. We're talking about it. like, I, again, I, I, I try like it's, it's, here's the thing. I, I, I hate tomatoes. I'm not going to judge you for eating them. I just, I, they're disgusting to me. So I'm not trying to like shame people who read in the bathroom. I just, I just don't understand it. And it, to me, it's absolutely disgusting. You know what I mean? Yet masturbating's not masturbating's free fun. No, <laughs> but, uh, the thing that I forgot to tell you guys about is, uh, oh yeah, the, the point of that was I'm getting stickers, uh, cause the thing I, I printed and taped in reds thing looks like, sh well, it didn't look like shit. It just wasn't, wasn't nice. So now I've got stickers. I can fucking peel it off, stick it in the thing. Hey, thanks so much for, you know, finding this and, and pass it on to someone who may enjoy it afterwards and consider subscribing to the podcast. Hey, boom, little free ad for me in a book. If I'm giving something away, I'm going to try to get something back out of it. God damn it. There's not a selfless bone in my body. No, I'm joking. I just... 
I just dig it, man. Dig it. Get that that podcast. I also got some other stickers that are just, you know, promoting the podcast that I can put up places. I'm getting more little, you know, promo cards for the podcast and all sorts of fun shit like that. And uh, hey, you know, guys, if you're enjoying any of this and, uh, you know, someone else who's just kind of puttering around that could maybe use a, a laugh or, or maybe just a pick me up in their own life that listen to me and go, this guy's got fucking problems. Thank God I'm not living that way. Right, honey? Huh? We still fuck each other, right? You still like it. Yeah, you do. Come on, don't give me that. You like it. Yeah, well, you're no fucking prize either. All right? See, you kind of... The number's going up on the scale, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't need that. I It just pissed me off, you know? I don't got a lot going for me. I used to think, you know, hey, boom, I'm the fucking man in the bed. And I ask you, hey, you're happy? And you sit there and you give me that fucking look? What, like I didn't have a fucking hard day? All right? I ask you for a little bit of confidence in my bedroom abilities... Make a little fucking joke figure. We'll both have a laugh. You go, me, oh, that better. Right? I throw one back your way. You fucking, eh. I'm supposed to take it on the chin. You can't. You don't have a sense of humor? Yeah? The future's female. You guys got way better senses of humor than we do. Women are just as funny as men. Can't make a fucking joke. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking sleep on the couch. I don't care. Uh, whatever my point was. So, <laughs> that's, that's annoying. That's annoying. So, yeah. Anyways, I got that, uh, that stuff there. Boopity boop 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 buddy bop squeep. So I forgot to finish my review of Black Christmas. <laughs> Garbage movie. And then I went off on the, you know, the, the women and the this and that, that, which I didn't go against them. I was just saying that, like, hey, it's a movie that's the movie clearly had an agenda. It wasn't um it was more of a me too movie than it was a horror movie. Um, it's stupid, absolutely stupid. I'm absolutely going to spoil uh stuff in this in this uh review so if you're like oh it's black christmas been up for a few years and i just really wanted to see it it's garbage now the problem i have is not because they try to bring attention to like the women the 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 issue of, of women's sexual assault and things like that um it was just so over the top um man hating like you couldn't take it seriously. And I, I, I preached last week about how like, it's really nice when you try to like, when people who don't take the issue seriously, like kind of open their minds a little bit, but it's also like, you can't have shit like this and expect, uh, people to take your cause seriously. So this was like, it was directed by a woman and it was obvious. I, I would have put, um, I would have bet the farm when it was directed by a woman before the ending credits came up. And then when they did, I go, of course. So here, here was the thing. And I know, I know probably ladies, you're going to check out on me immediately. I hope that I have proven to you in the past that I'm a fucking ally. I'm on everybody's side. My, my biggest issue with everything is like, if you're trying to push the message, make the message accessible. This one I find falls so far from the mark that it just makes it that like, I don't know. It, it seems like what my, my ignorant friends would call woke bullshit. And it isn't, there is important stuff that you're trying to get by, but they just lay it on so thick that you can't take it seriously. Like, so here's the idea. It's like, um, someone's going around and killing these bitches. <laughs> That's the premise. Ah, some motherfuckers killing these bitches. Then it's like, um, there are these women in a fraternity and, or a sorority, sorry. And there's this, uh, fraternity guys and they, uh, the women have this little pageant that they're going to put on. Cause one of them is like, Oh my God, I, I'm going to see Bobby from last year or two years ago or whatever. I guess the premise is that she was drugged and sexually assaulted. 
which is not cool. That's a thing that happens. It happens way more than most of us men are aware of. Um, and, and the problem with that is that, um, men, the, the good men who are on your side, ladies are, are so shocked. Like, I'm not saying that, uh, whatever. I'm not afraid of you. I don't give a fuck. If you think I'm a a bad guy, I'm then I'm not going to be anything other than what you think I am. But what I mean is as a guy who would never dream of raping a woman or sexually assaulting a woman or whatever, like for me, when I heard these numbers, I had like, I had a really hard time accepting that that was true only because in my world, in my head and everything, I, I would never dream of that. So it was like telling me that like one in three guys is like a rapist. I was like, what? I know so many people that I would never dream would be that way. Like we're always finding out people are shit, but I'm like, I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Like, like I'm not saying that's the real statistic, but it's just like, that's the feeling that it get was get was like, everyone's, you know, and, and when women telling us that we were, if you didn't believe every single person that said it, then you were automatically, uh, what was called a rape apologist. And I was like, uh, that's crazy. So for me, uh, I was like, okay, so I, I was having a hard time believing that these numbers were accurate, not because I don't, because I choose not to leave women. And I think that, that, you know, I'm trying to protect rapists. It's very disappointing to know that these numbers are the way they are. It's just like, holy shit. I didn't realize so many fucking guys were like that. It also made it scary, uh, for a lot of guys to think that like, cause if you're like, well, that, that, that seems high, you know, um, your, your brain goes like, well, that seems high. So I mean, that, and obviously nothing, nothing in life. I don't know. It's such a fucking hard topic. That's, that's why I said like, there was so much room for this movie to do something good. And it made such, it made shit so over the top man hating that you're like, okay, like every guy in the movie at some point, whether he was on their side, good or not, was told at some point that he was the worst, you know, you're fucking this and you need to go away. You're a piece. Of, it's like, it was so insane. Like every woman in the movie was righteous. Every man in the movie was the worst. Um, so when that shit happens, you're like, you're polarizing. You're not going to win anybody over. Like they had this really cool scene where like the women were singing like this up on the rooftop, like that, but they sang that, that, that tune, but like up in the, the frat house, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, what you did was called assault, like that kind of shit. And it was cool. Like it was, it was well-written and it was like, these women were, were, you know, um, basically publicly accusing a guy of sexually assaulting them, which a little bit of a, you know, uh, <laughs> Bill Burr has a great thing in his last album where it's like, he's like, Oh, if women were in charge, there'd be no wars. It's like, yeah, I guess there'd also be no due process either. You know, cause, cause I guess the new rule is you gotta, you're guilty as soon as the accusation happens. What I was going to say earlier is that it's just one of those things too, where like not 100% of stories that are told are true. And, uh, I think it's absolutely appalling that there's been so many women who've been assaulted and have not come forward because the reaction is that no one's going to listen to them and it hurts their chances in their career and stuff. And I think that's fucking awful. Um, unfortunately the problem is too, that, that instead of instead of creating a dialogue, so many women jumped on everything in a negative and was like, every man that doesn't believe us instantly is a rape apologist. And there's a strategy, a psychological strategy when doing that it's manipulative. Um, it's like saying to someone, I'll give you, I'll give you a small example. It's like saying to somebody, um, this movie's good. And if you don't think it is, you're stupid. So before I've even told you what I think, maybe not movie, but it's like, oh, this food is delicious. And if, if you don't like it, then you have no taste. 
So basically, before I've even given you my opinion or my thoughts on it, you've told me that if I don't like it, I'm stupid. So you're you're basically manipulating me into going, well, I have to say I like it or I or I, or you've already told me that I'm stupid. So you're making me feel attacked before I've even chimed in. You're, you're basically telling me what it is. Like I'm right. If I do this, if I'm wrong, that, so if you don't believe women right away, you're a rape apologist. Well, it's not the case. I don't apologize for, for, for people who are raping. I'm not protecting the rape up the rapists. Not at all. It's a horrible fucking thing. And I, and I believe that that we should talk about it, but I think that the system that we've developed where you blindly listen to some people and you you, you immediately, uh, vilify the others. I think that's fucked up. I don't think that that's the winning strategy to get everybody on board. And unfortunately that's what you need in order to move forward and to progress is you need everybody on the same side of it. You can't have people going, well, I don't think this way and that way that's, you're never going to get progress. And we can have one group that thinks a certain way and another group that thinks another, uh, Democrats, Republicans, perfect example, no dialogue. My guy's right. Your guy's wrong. That's it. That's just how they think and and never progresses because of it. Atheists are fucking blowhards when it comes against religion. Religious types, you know, are so ignorant to their own religion for the vast, the vast majority of them are so ignorant of their own religion that you can't even have a conversation with them. They don't even know their own religion's rules. I know shitloads of Jews that eat pork, Muslims that drink and smoke and oh, I'm a Muslim. No, you're not. You're not following the rules. You're agnostic. You believe in something more and your things lean towards that. But unfortunately, if you don't subscribe to, you know, if you, if you don't, if you do X, Y, and Z, then that's breaking the rules of religion. You can't get a job and go, ah, you know, I know you're asking me to show up five days a week, but I'm going to do three. Am I still employed here? No. Oh, shocking. I'm shocked. I identify as a five day a week worker, but I just, I'm only going to work three because I'm a fucking idiot. Not an idiot. You know what you are is you're fucking, you're, you're ignorant is what you are. You think that you can just pick and choose which rules and say, I'm still a part of this. Well, no, you believe in some of it and you completely ignore others to your tastes because it affects you personally, just like picking a political party, just like what gender belong you belong to, what race you belong to, or you identify as, or whatever it is. There's so much shit that's absolutely insane. Uh, um, and, and you can't, you can't call anybody in it because of the, the masses will sharpen their pitchforks and come at you for it. And it's just, this movie was such, was like I said, it was, to me, it was a missed opportunity. The, the watch me do it again. I go off on my tangent, completely forget to review the movie. So the idea was these women are getting killed. Um, one woman was sexually assaulted. Uh, they're all yelling at every guy that they can, like this new guy, he's being looked at sideways. The boyfriend of one of the girls in the sorority, like asks a question about assault and the fucking girlfriend loses her shit on him and kicks him out of the house right away. And he comes back to apologize. And it's like, what? He wasn't unreasonable. I can't really remember everything he said in the scene, but it was like, he wasn't being unreasonable. If he was being a prick, I'd be like, yeah, he was being a fucking prick. You know, I, I had a conversation with a woman who worked in an, a, a center for women who had been abused, like a, like a, a, a battered women's shelter, I believe was what the terminology that she used. And, uh, I was asking questions and she was educating me and she was having a good, this was years ago too. And then, uh, the girl was talking about like, um, uh, uh, a woman who had been like, who had been like a uh, hit or whatever. She'd been in an abusive relationship and then, you know, so the, the server was walking by and thought he was being funny. He's like, you know, well, that's what happens when you don't do what you're told. <laughs> and she got really angry at him. And, 
uh, it was it was something stupid. She got really angry at him, and he didn't like being told, and he kicked her out, which was fucking stupid because I was like, this is somebody I actually want to talk to and and learn some stuff. But uh, like, if you're that, if you're being a prick or you're you're trying to be, you know, you're not taking this seriously or whatever. If it's a serious conversation, like I, I get being yelled at. Yeah, you're in the wrong. This guy wasn't in the wrong. He asked a question, and it was like the punishment for asking a question is no, you're done. Holy fuck, twenty three minutes. Yeah, it's like, no, you're done. Fuck you and this and that. So whatever. So in the movie, every man was bad, whatever. And then here's what happened. The the killers, the people who are killing women, um, are from a fraternity secret society that has seen the professor, by the way, there's a professor and other faculty involved as well. Um, these are this is a secret society of men who have have seen that women are starting to take over the world and the evil men need to stop them. So they have this like blood oath that they take that allows them to become mindless zombies and, and this and that. So like whenever this person shows up to kill someone, it could just be any of these guys, but all the, the men in the fraternities are all a part of this secret society. And it's, it's, they see the the strength of women. Women are finally starting to rise up and they can't have that because it threatens all manhood. And so these men are all going around killing women because, uh, they see the way we move. the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Uh, it, it, it was again, like that's your plot. Men are, men are, are, are intimidated by women. So we create a secret society to keep you down. And all the women are heroes. And every guy who's even the guys who are like helping to save them from these cults, um, are too weak willed at times. And, and every question they ask, they're horrible. Like, it's just, I'm like, you lost me. Sorry. But if you're going to take a movie and, and be like, every, every guy's a, a piece of shit. Every woman is a goddamn hero and brave. So brave. There are women who are, there are brave who, who actually take a fucking chance and try to do the, the, the right thing. And it is the right thing. You know, it's funny that we make excuses. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's funny that we make excuses for people and be like, well, they could have, they could have, uh, you know, hurt themselves in their career if they came forward. Okay. So you're choosing self-preservation, but if a guy saw something bad happen and, sh- and chose self-preservation, cause I don't want to be the, the only guy who outs the other guys, then you're seen as culpable and guilty by proxy or, you know, see something, say something to say, to say nothing is to be guilty. Like, how is it possible that one group of people get a pass on something and others don't? And that's why in my opinion, the shit's not moving forward as fast as it could because we've got double standards for everything. I'm not shitting on you women. I'm not, I'm trying to say that you guys need to talk to each other because if men let's, let's, uh, olive branch, let's say men are the dumber, more ape like gender. Okay. Let's just say that. Then why do you expect us to do all the compromising? Why are you expecting men to do all the being open-minded and being calm and having a dialogue when we ask questions and we try to ally and you yell at us, you tell us we're apologists, you tell us we're wrong right away before we've even had a chance. You go, no, if you, if you, if you just don't, if you don't believe every single, if you do not believe every single story someone is telling you, you are automatically a rape apologist. Now go ahead and speak. Wow, what a what a great structure and and guideline and uh, you know area you've created for me to operate within. I either believe everybody with no due process, or I'm a rape apologist. Those are the options you've laid forward for me. Wow, what a what a 
what a great warm conversation that I would want to be a part of. Let's progress together now that you've told me that I have, like there's, I'm sorry, but there's people out there. And listen, I'm not saying all women are like this. I'm saying, you know what? Let's just put the smart ones with the smart guys. We'll have the conversations, the loud ones, the ones that want to go on Instagram and and this and that. And the same with men. Men, listen, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for men. I'm just, ba- I'm, I'm going to start right off by saying there's a big group of fucking guys that are the fucking worst to sexually assault someone, to to hit someone, to do any of those horrible things. Just even berate a woman or to keep her down just because she's a woman. They never, you could have a guy never sexually assaulted a woman, never raped anyone, whatever it is, never beat a woman, but he just every day does everything he can to keep women down. You know, that guy's a piece of shit. I think my position before everyone fucking sharpens their pitchforks at me is my position is it's just, I, I see the solutions there, the, the mutual. And I think that's why it bothers me is that I'm a guy who's always found women strong. Who's always respected women. I've never sexually assaulted women. The strongest people I've ever known in my life were women. So I'm not, but I'm not going to say they're the strongest. I also know strong men too. But I'm saying there's good people inside and, and for this conversation now to be like, like I said, this movie is hurting the conversation by being like all men are evil. So to, to the extent that they've created a secret society to, to, to keep women down. Oh my God, that's fucking bullshit. Like that's too far. Have a movie that explores the sexual assault shit and, and shows them like what really happens. Like, I don't know, take your opportunity to, to, to actually show something not so fucking far-fetched that no one's going to take it seriously. So you dismiss all of it, including the assault that happened from the fraternity. That's what I'm saying is that like, you have legitimate grievances, women, you have legitimate, and it's been way too long. They've been addressed. Unfortunately, the mascots that you're fucking letting run their mouths, and I'm calling them mascots, not representatives or ambassadors because they're acting like neither of those. They're acting like fucking goofy, ridiculous mascots who are going, all men are rape apologists. All men are the worst. All men. It's like, okay, can't hear that. Cause guess what? Psychologically speaking, when, I'm, when someone feels attacked, they attack back and maybe you need that. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've said to guys before, I'm like, well, if you feel like you're being unfairly treated because of your gender, then understand that that's kind of the way it's been for women forever. However, that's not an appropriate, just because like, just like, well, now you know how it feels. Unfortunately, that's not an, uh, uh, um, intelligent, enlightened, strategic method of getting your message across because that's abusive. Um, you'll learn any relationship. If you're in a relationship with somebody and they do something to you that upsets you, when you do it back to them, that's abusive. I'm not saying that they're free and clear of it initially, but if someone like leaves their socks laying around and you go out of your way to like leave shit around to piss them off, you're, if your goal is to do it, to piss other people off, that's abusive behavior. It's not physically abusive, but it's abusive. And the way that you, you, you combat that is you tell them, Hey, I really don't like it when you leave your socks laying around. It bothers me. It makes me feel like you don't care about the space. I really appreciate you change that. That's not abuse. You tell somebody, Hey, listen guys, just so you know, it's been really hard for us to come forward because you don't believe us when you tell us. And we understand that not every fucking case is absolute truth. Fortunately, not saying that it's every rape. You listen to every woman, every woman who says it is telling the truth. They're not. That's just, that's just statistically impossible. So you're saying that for someone to, to look at something with due process, everyone who says that someone hit them, hit them. Everyone who says that someone tried to murder them, definitely tried to murder them. Everyone that says that somebody stole something from them, definitely stole something. It's insane. That's insane. And unfortunately, men are very logical. Women are emotional. And there's nothing wrong with that. Men are very logical creatures. If you come to us and you make a statement that has no logic to it, and I'm not saying that there's no truth, 
but there's no logic. Every woman who says she was assaulted was absolutely assaulted. That's not a logical statement. That's not a true statement. And it's not a logical statement. You come to a logical being and say, Hey, this, and we go, mm, I don't see the, I don't think so. Now, get me wrong to you. Yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. I've exhausted it. I've exhausted this fucking subject. I've had this conversation with several people. Uh, there's so many smart people in my life. So many people who are like, yeah, I get it. What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to walk in front of that firing squad and have them just cut you down because, and it's funny because they're cutting, they're cutting down people who are on their side. Like I'm on women's side. I'm on, my frustration comes with let's change the presentation so we can get more people to listen. If you haven't understood that from what I'm saying thus far, you don't fucking get it. I'm not saying women shut up. I'm not saying don't say, I'm saying, can we change the dialogue? So it doesn't sound so, uh, it's either A or B or that's it. Like you need to get people to understand that like, yes, way, way more of this shit happens than you think. Message number one, agreed question mark, contact the one man podcast.com. Send me an email, right? Question number or, 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 uh, item number one on the docket is this happens way more than you think. Item number one. That was the first thing that I had to get through my head was like, holy shit. This is, this is not like, Hey, one in 10,000 women may experience a rape. It's like, holy shit. That number's way way bigger. It's happening way more often. And that to me, that blew my mind. I didn't know it. It's never been my experience. That blew my mind. I had to understand how, what it's like to uh, be a woman, which I, as a male, I'll never know. And for the record, ladies, uh, you're not guys. You don't know what it's like to be a guy. So respectfully, shut the fuck up about that too. Don't tell me what it's like to be a guy. Don't tell me I'm dumb. Don't tell me what it's like to have a dick. Don't tell me what my dick is telling me on a regular basis, whatever. Like, you know, if, if you can, again, going back to double standards, if a woman can blanket wipe off, like, oh, well, I was, I was, I was PMSing. So I, you know, I was emotional. If you can use your hormones as an excuse to not be accountable for your actions and your behavior, how dare you tell a man that, that if he's hormonal, um, he, that, that he's responsible for his actions. I personally am on the side of yeah, our hormones can influence us, but are we intelligent beings that can, can that can behave ourselves? You can you can you can you can have a, a little bit of a, a you know sidestep and then adjust. Oh shit, catch yourself and adjust. But uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm actually like I I believe yes. If a guy's do you know if the guy's listening to his dick and doing things, I'm not saying it's like it's super easy to ignore. Sometimes your fucking hormones are really going at you, but you're still responsible for your actions. That's my position, and I say, ladies. You're responsible for your actions. If you're hormonal, great. You're stronger. You're smarter than we are. Cool. Then you should be able to behave yourselves the way you expect a man to behave himself when he's having a hormonal response with his body. I am an egalitarian. I believe in equality across the board. I'm not asking you ladies to, to hold a, to a different standard than what I hold men to. All right. Anyways, that's, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know what people care about? People care about shit that's close to them. So, and I'm, I'm actually like the biggest thing that frustrates me with all of this is that I'm, I try to have conversations with guys all the time and get them to understand what it's like, um, what it's like to the best of my understanding. Cause again, I haven't had that experience, but to just be like, ladies, you know, like, like, you know, you've told me like you, you shared this shit with me and, and like to realize how scary it is. I've shared with, with podcast members before, like I've talked to women who are like, I know how to defend myself. If a guy's on top of me, I know how to like brace my arms there. I'm like, this is, this is shit I've never had to learn because it's not a threat to me. That's privilege as well. Right. I had a good explanation of privilege the other day where it's like, it's not about white privilege is not 
like, oh, you grew up with a silver spoon and you had money and you never struggled. Like white privilege is just, you've, you're, you're not in danger of losing your life by getting pulled over. Like, you know, you get pulled over by the cops because you're black. Like you're not getting that. That's a, a nice thing. You get is privilege. People, people treat you differently because Caucasians, you know, have that privilege. You know, you go into a store and people aren't looking at you like you're going to steal. There's just, there are certain privileges that you have for being white, whether you like it or not, you know, doesn't mean you can afford everything in the store. It just means that they're not following you around in it. You get what I'm saying? So there is a certain way. And women have that privilege too. Women like to kind of push the white privilege. Like it's only on a male thing, but males have a privilege too. And it's male, all, all races, black male privilege, white male privilege. The male part is your privilege because as a guy, I don't really walk down the street and worry that someone's going to fuck me. I go behind bars. Yeah. That, uh, that privilege is right out the fucking window. I will probably get raped. Um, you know, if they're into fat chicks, that's me. You know, that's me in prison. I am the fat chick. The chubby chaser is going to be inside me. And I have no ass, by the way. I wish I had a big fat ass and hope that it was like too much butt cheeks for them to get past, you know, penally. Penally? Penal system? Uh, <laughs> that's why they call it the penal system, man. Eh? You get it? Hack. Anyways, um, I'm just saying there's privileges out there. The one but being a guy is I don't, I don't have to be scared, you know, of rape. I can get, I can get scared of murdered or being robbed, but like, I'm not worried when I just go to a buddy's house and hang out and sit there and talk that, you know, what if he tries to put the moves on me? You know what I mean? It might be nice for me to get a little bit of attention. Um, I, no, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be an ass trying to, trying to bring some levity to it. Just there's, there's shit out there. And I, 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 it break, it does break my heart that women have to go through that shit. It's not fair to these beings that are adorable. This is not condescending or mansplaining. I find women absolutely adorable. They're sweet. They're, they're kind. You know what I mean? Like they get excited for fucking lattes and Christmas. You know what I mean? They dance around for no, like they're just, it's, it's like they stay children longer. Is he saying he's into kids? No, I'm just saying that it's like, there's an innocence, a kindness, a sweetness, a positivity that women bring. So the idea that these fucking animals are, and that's the problem, right? Even if you're a nice person, like whatever gender race, whatever, there's like, it's, that's the thing of being a nice person. Like I should go around and help people. It's like, and unfortunately the pieces of garbage prey on those people, which is the thing that sucks the most. So instead of uh, like having dialogue where we can all empower each other and, and, and push those fucking people out into the bayou where they still live, the evils, the fucking, eh, fucking women and fucking other colors and whatever, like all those horrible people who are so unhappy with themselves, so uneducated that they blame everybody else for their shit. Just like, why can't we bring the people together, you know, listen to, right? Don't yell at people, listen to where they're coming from and try to figure out, okay, where is the, where is the fucking bug in the code? Do you know what I mean? Like for me, the first thing I've said it a few times already for me, the bug in the code was, I didn't realize that this happened as much as it did. So, and, and then just talking and, and instead of me blasting my opinions, which of course I'm the only one here, I have no choice, but to say where I'm at. I would listen. I would ask questions and I would listen. And I was fortunate enough that sometimes I got into conversation with people who just want to yell at me and tell me I was the worst person. I haven't even done anything. I just asked about their experience. They wanted to talk about it. I asked and they got angry at me, not telling me how dare I ask, but if, if they would say something, go, yeah, but like, like if they were like, yeah. And every time a woman's assaulted and she says it, it's true. And I go, well, that doesn't, 
I go, that can't be right. Statistically, oh my God, you're a fucking rape. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm just trying to understand. Like, like you can't, anyways, it's just, it's unfortunate to me because I'd love for the dialogue to exist. I would love for people to be able to go, okay, well, where am I losing you? You know what I mean? Like, like what's the part you don't get? Like if someone's trying to explain what it's like to be a black person and they're white, it's like, you just don't know. You know, it's not to say that if, if they explain to you their experience that you couldn't get a synopsis of it, but you know, you can't read the back of the book and understand the whole story. You can't, you can't read someone's journal and understand every moment of their life. All of it is, is amalgamation. So you can listen to someone's experiences and have a general idea, have the Coles notes, have the bullet points, but you get to also step away from it because you know, you're white. If, if it's a black person talking about their experience, you're white. So you know, you heard what they go through, but you're never going to experience it firsthand. You know what I mean? You got no legs. I'm never going to be able to, t- you can understand what it's like to run. And I'm not trying to be a prick, but you, you, if you don't have legs, you don't know what it's like to run at least thus far, you know, unless you had them before or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to fucking say that like, there's only so much you can describe before you get to experience it yourself. That's all you're deaf. I can, I can write down on paper what music sounds like. There's nothing I could do to make you hear it. You know, I know how I know music. You can't, you don't, I'm sorry. That was a terrible impression of a deaf person, but I like to be accurate in my renditions, right? If I'm going to go on this kind of a rant, hi, wow, wow, 40 minute rant. All right. Black Christmas was a shit movie is what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Well, I did the merch for PS five boring. My buddy Jad and I went to Costco and Gatineau, which is the only one in the area that sells beer and booze. Well, not booze. They sell, they sell, uh, wine and the beer. So we got ourselves, uh, some, some, uh, he got wine. I got beers. I had one earlier this evening. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Rickard's red. There you go. A little free promo for them. I laxed me a red beer from time to time. It was what I was drinking on the last episode. As a matter of fact, um, I have been eating those sandwiches that I made, told you guys about last week. It's a, it's a fucking like jam in the clutch back in the first gear, right? Like just, just grind fucking fifth to first gear switch from that last topic. But Hey, here we are. Um, I'm gonna have to put black Christmas as one of the fucking taglines in this episode. It talks about black Christmas. <laughs> wow. Um, someone's googling podcasts later looking for a review oh, i must think about watching that movie wow was i not prepared for that I, whatever I, again egalitarian i i really do love everybody and it's a shame it fucking breaks my heart to see people go through anything it it really does and i just i feel so fucking helpless a lot of the time and that's why i wish people would talk i wish people would I wish, I wish a man could look at women and go like, what, what kind of a monster would, would that, you know what I mean? It's like, you just want to protect them. If you're any kind of a man, not to say that women need protection. I'm just saying that like, you look at somebody and go like this person, you know, like to betray someone's trust to that level, you know, I, I just, it's, uh, it's fucking heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking, you know, to see someone of another color and treat them like they're not a fucking human being, uh, blows my mind blows my mind i i it's 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 that's again another it's unfathomable to me and if, i think it's funny too because the people i think a lot of the people who are asking the well i could be wrong this one i could be wrong i think a lot of people who are asking the questions are people who want to understand you know this this one is just my opinion i can't i can't 
I don't believe in it as hard as I believe in some of the other stuff, but I just, I ask questions because I want to understand. That's why I get into these conversations. I, I don't want to be like, oh, fuck you. You're wrong. I, I want to go like, I want to, I want to know where you're coming from. I want to know why you believe this. Why do you think that? What is your experiences? You know, it sucks for me to be like, like I said, going back to that abusive thing. You know, to make somebody else feel the way they've made you feel is not, it's a two wrongs do not make a right situation. So uh, unfortunately, if that's like the closest to something good that can come out of the situation right now, if men are feeling like, well, we're not the fucking bad guys just because we're men. It's like, well, they're not, they're not less just because they're women. They're not, they're not inferior because they're women. Right. Same thing with racial stuff, whatever. I'm, I'm moving on. Black Christmas sucked. Um, I was eating those sandwiches, absolutely enjoying them with my little, uh, knockoff Sherwood sauce. Toasted sourdough, little Boston lettuce on there with some some turkey, ham, some cheeses. Absolutely killing it for me. And I uh, I bought uh, Fritos from Costco. Now we've heard of them, Fritos, Frito Lay Company, right? Lay's chips. But Fritos, I've I've seen here before. But Fritos are always like the corn, little corn. Uh, what the fuck are they? Little corn rectangles, cooked corn rectangles. I don't know. What do you call them, guys? They're fucking, they're little corn chips, right? Little, little corn slices, whatever. I think they had them in like party mixes and stuff like that, but they were always covered in like barbecue or whatever. So, and I don't like synthetic flavored shit. I really don't. You know what I mean? Like the powders where you put your hand in a couple times, you know, for chips and you're just, you get start to develop this film of just the, the powders on your fingers, like Dorito cheese or whatever. I don't like that shit, but these were the regular plain Fritos. Never, never seen them before. Now I do not recall ever seeing them before. And so I was, I was jazzed. I was like, Hey, let me get a bag of these Costco, huge bag, dirt, cheap price. Amazing. I have fucked the, I, I, I was going to try to bring the joke back, but let's just, maybe just just let people cool down. I assaulted this bag of, uh, no, I, I destroyed this bag of Fritos. Every time I had a sandwich, open it up, boom, little, little dollop of Fritos on the side. I was digging the fucking soft chewy of the sandwich and, uh, and the crunch of the Fritos, man, I am about these, but here's the thing. I've been to a few Costco's lately and only two of them seem to have, uh, seem to have the, uh, the, the Fritos. So the last two that I went to did not have them disappointed because I'm trying not to go out constantly. Oh, there's the yard starting. Boom. It's kickoff. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been about these, these Fritos, man, regular Fritos. If you can find them, holy shit. Are they game changers with a sandwich, a fucking sandwich yeah, a little bit of Frito away. Go fuck yourself. It was great. 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 And, uh, speaking of, of the, oh yeah, I played, uh, let me, let's see here. Um, I'm just going to cross some stuff off the list here. I don't think we have time to talk about the Mandalorian guys. Although we do know that he's not called baby Yoda. Uh, we've known that since the beginning, but we didn't have anything to call him thus far in the season. We do know his name now. That's it. That's it. Mild spoiler. All you know is his name. That's it. Um, talking about the stickers that I was doing, just crossing some stuff off the old list here, guys. See where we can go here. Boom, boom, boom. One more reminder, absolute comedy, December 6th, uh, sorry, December 2nd through the 6th. If you want to see my stupid ass, uh, telling jokes and, uh, run my mouth. That's what I will be doing, uh, here in Ottawa at the absolute comedy, Ottawa, uh, absolute comedy.ca for, uh, for tickets and such. Um, yeah, loving the Fritos. And I, uh, I, uh, I did the meal box guys. 
I did the mailbox. I got a chef's plate. Buddy of mine, Peter, listener of the podcast, um, who uh, who actually last week I was saying uh, him and I went to go see a show. Pete sent me a uh, promo for chef's plate. Give them a little plug since I got a free box of food out of them. Um, we did, uh, it was like, it was like, yeah, one year first week for free. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Um, things are going to get a little busy. So I actually canceled. I'm going to be honest with you straight up. I, I canceled the thing. Uh, as soon as I got the boxes, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I've got a lot going on and I don't even know how much way too much food still purchased from Costco to be getting like four meals a week to have to cook. That's only three days off from cooking. But, uh, what I got was, so here's the thing I got, I got four meals in a box. Um, just out of the bat, the, the, just off the bat, Jason, my roommate has a membership to good food. All right. So there's good food. Hello, fresh chef's plate. I'll put them all out there in the mix. Um, hello fresh was the first one I'd heard of. I'd also heard of blue apron, but I don't know if they're in Canada, blue apron. I've heard on other podcasts, but, uh, same idea. So Jason, my roommate subscribes to good food, which is the stupidest name out of all of them. Good food. You want good food? We have good food. We have good food. Come to good food. We have good food. Um, they have a, <laughs> I think I'm eating wood. Uh, yeah, I had like my clipboard. I've been picking at it. And then I saw a little, little thing that looked like a little piece of chip or whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm just picking up my finger, stuck it in my mouth. And it was wood. Good for me, guys. I'm a fucking, f- I, I need supervision, uh, at all times. So, um, Jay's got good food and it's, it's comes really like, it's a little wasteful, um, in the sense that the box comes and it's a bunch of bags, bunches in like he, Jay gets three meals a week. So it comes in these really nice bags that the presentation is beautiful and the bag has all of the vegetables and stuff you're going to be using in it. And then, uh, it'll have like the three meats on the side, uh, in a kind of the bottom section of the box with like a little freezer, um, bag in there just to keep them cold. So the meats are fresh, not frozen. And they come in, like I said, these plastic bags, the plastic bags are, yes, they're wasteful. Sure. But you're getting everything that you need. The presentation of those bags is nice. The ingredients are like the stickers right on the outside of the bag with the meal name and everything like that and, and the ingredients. And it looks really nice. And I've been I've been answering the door because Jay fucks off during the day. I've been answering the door and putting his box away for the better part of a year now. So I saw good food, thought it was great. Um, I came home... Um, I came home uh, Wednesday because Jad and I were out shopping and, and doing the PlayStation 5 merchandising. And I go into, I come home and I see that the, uh, I apologize, I didn't see that the chef's plate box had come. I knew it was coming. But um, I go into the fridge and there's all these like what look like factory workers lunch bags. Like, you know what I mean? Like the brown paper bag rolled up at the top stuffed in the fridge. And I was like, who the fuck went out and got like a bunch of dirty takeout? Like that's, that's what it looked like. A bunch of like, dirty takeouts. Like, so like I moved the shit out of the way to like get to put some stuff in the back of the fridge. And I see the chef's plate stickers on the bags. And I was like, Oh, gross. Like this was really gross presentation. Like just rolled up and then a sticker slapped over the, the roll of the bag. And I was like, this is, this is disgusting. Um, in terms of presentation, then I go in the fridge and, um, Jason's got uh frozen turkey thought like turkey strips or whatever the fuck called nuggets or whatever frozen turkey uh in the freezer so the turkey was frozen and then there's like this these big long fish fillets that are frozen I thought that was Jason because they had no uh, chef's plate logoing on them whatsoever so I thought Jason had bought some fish also none of the meals I ordered was I aware that there was fish as a part of them um 
And then in the fridge, there's like, you know, fresh ground beef in a, in a vacuum sealed bag or whatever pa- package. And I was like, I was like, huh. So like, what's the other stuff? And then the turkey was like, oh, the turkey was frozen. So I put, he's like, I, the fish and the turkey were frozen. So I put them in the freezer. And then this was, I was like, oh, I thought these were all supposed to be like fresh ingredients. Like I've unboxed Jason stuff. Never once were any of the things that he was shipped ever frozen. So this must be fresh food at like $11 a portion or whatever it is. And so the meals I got were honey, garlic, turkey noodles. I got a uh, one pot basa curry rice. Uh, sushi bowl, like a vegetarian sushi bowl thing and, uh, like a linguine bolognese or whatever. So basically spaghetti and meat sauce effectively. Um, I made the honey garlic turkey noodles, which were unbelievably good, unbelievably good. So fucking good guys. Um, basically that was, that was interesting for me. This is my, like my first meal prep thing. So I'm like, I'm getting ready to do, I got to chop up the broccoli and the carrots. Like, sorry, the carrots were already shredded. I had to chop up the broccoli and then throw that in a pan with some, you know, oil and stuff and the, the, the shredded carrots and mixing that. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically what they called, uh, what was it? Steam frying the vegetables they called steam fry. So it was like a couple tablespoons of water and some oil. So it was like sizzled away in a minute. Um, and then I, and then I'm stirring the broccoli and the carrots together to wilt them or whatever. Um, at the same time I had to take like all the Turkey pieces and like pat them dry. So they didn't have any of the, the moisture from them being frozen, which shouldn't have been the case. Fresh food just never, that's the, in case anyone's like me and it wasn't until you started watching like kitchen nightmare shows with Ramsey going, well, what's the difference between fresh and frozen? I thought fresh was like, it was just made now, but like fresh is not frozen. Like if you, as soon as you freeze something, it's not fresh anymore. It's, it's been frozen. Like, you know, it's different. So I'm like, okay, I get it. So now that it's frozen, well, I thought I was supposed to be getting fresh food every week. Um, opened up the first, uh, like I said, the, the thing, all the ingredients were there, like the bag of broccoli things and whatnot. Um, I, I patted the turkey dry. I, uh, tossed it in mayonnaise and, uh, like, uh, oh, sorry, mayonnaise. And then I, and then I, uh, put panko breadcrumbs on it. So I rolled out in panko breadcrumbs and then I pan fried it. That's what I was supposed to do. So I've got the, the, the turkey going, the, the, the vegetables are searing. Then it was like, uh, adding in a bunch of like honey garlic sauce and, uh, and water and rice vinegar and stuff like that. And then the noodles. So I made the noodles and the veggies. And then finally, you know, when the, when the, uh, breaded, uh, turkey was done, I tossed that in a sriracha mayo that came with it and then fucking boom into my food. And it was two portions. It was amazing. So I packed it up, uh, in the container for, for tomorrow for one of them and ate the other portion then in there. Amazing. Loved it both times. Super delicious. Um, that one was good. Then I made, uh, uh, one pot basa curry rice. So it was like, or Baja or however the hell you're supposed to say that B-A-S-A. And that's when I found out, I'm like, oh, that fish is mine. So I brought it out, you know, the, the, the day before and put it in the fridge. So it would thaw. And that one was like curry flavored. So, um, unfortunately they had sent me two, um, two of the curry powders in the package. I didn't realize that like some of them, you need both of them. Some of them you don't. So definitely read the ingredient, uh, read the ingredient card to make sure. So if it's like, you know, a 32 gram package of this, you know, you, you check. I was like, Oh, is that, so how much was the one package? Oh, it's 32 grams. So that's the second one that they put in there. Cause sometimes you need two of them. Uh, that happened on a later recipe where we needed two of them and we checked. I said, wait, wait, before you do that, because of this one, right before you do that, let's make sure we actually need both. Uh, and it turned out we did. 
But this one here was like, yeah, you need both of these curry things. Well, I put both curry packets in and it was so over, and I like curry. It was so overly coriander flavored that you couldn't taste anything but curry spice by the time I was done. And that one had uh, zucchini and carrot. And this was the carrot I actually had to chop up. The previous one was shredded. This one I had to chop the carrot. So it was carrot and zucchini in a pot. And then I did the rice up. Um, which was easy enough. In fact, the, the rice was added to the curry. So you didn't have to like steam it or cook it first. It was cooking with everything else in the, in the pot. It was a one pot recipe. Then at one point you have like, just lay the fish on top of it. That's what I said. Lay the fish on top and then wait and come back in 12 minutes when it's done steaming. And then you break it up and stir it into the curry. It was so much curry flavor. Um, it would have been good with half the amount. So again, like read the recipe cards. I made a sushi bowl fucking delicious uh to cut up that was the one that, that took the most equipment to do like the previous one was one frying pan for the the, the turkey and one pot for the noodles and, and vegetables the one pot baja was the best because everything was just done in one pot just kept adding shit to it which was amazing um this one was like i had to put the rice in a pot the sticky rice um i had to fry what was i frying i used the oven to to bake the sweet potatoes and i had to toss them and stuff it was like a lot of tossing things and spices and stuff like that and then i did the adamame and the cabbage in the uh in the thing. I also cut an avocado for the first time in my life because I don't normally do avocados. I have nothing against them, but everything I order with avocado, it's already peeled and sliced for me. It's just right there ready to go. So I'm like, oh, thanks. Or guac is what I have or whatever. So yeah. And that was interesting. So the, 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 the sushi bowl was like, uh, vinegar, vinegar and soy on sticky rice. And then I had uh, cabbage and adamame it was cooked that had some soy cooked into it. This ginger sesame dressing that we put on the potatoes, Sweet potatoes that came out. I say we because I ate it with Jay. So I, I had one and he had one. This is this was one I definitely wish I had fucking saved. We did a sriracha mayo that went over top. Delicious. And then the very last one, the linguine bolognese was pathetic. I actually uh, was chatting with my friend Izzy and we were going to get together on Monday. So I was saying, hey, I got one of those meal kits. You want to cook together? She's like, absolutely. Because it's nice. We get together and we'll have dinner or whatever. It's pretty sweet. So um, we got together. We did a quick little run to Costco. She picked up some stuff. And then... Uh, and then we made this like linguine bolognese, uh, easily the most boring of them. Like both of us kind of looked at it sideways, like really? So here's the thing. The green onions that came in my, um, sushi bowl thing were rotten, just rotten. Didn't care. I'm not a big green onion guy. Throw it in the garbage. Then when we got the, um, the, and these are all under a week, by the way. So, so her first question to me was like, how long would you get these? Did you get this more than a week ago? I go, no, it's been less than a week. I go, I got it on Wednesday and it's Monday. It's not, it's five days. Today is the fifth day. And she's like, huh? So we, we, um, already I had the, the green onion was gone. The, the, the fish, the, sorry, the chicken, turkey and, uh, and fish, turkey and fish were frozen when I got them. Um, we cut into, uh, the pepper cause there was supposed to be a pepper with this like linguine bolognese and the thing had black, black mold in the bottom of it and white mold growing off of where the seeds and the, the core are. So this, this, uh, uh, pepper was rotten already, like already gone moldy, everything, which was disgusting. Um, then we, then we make the meal. It's got an onion in it. So we did, we did onion, we did tomato paste and tomato like sauce base or whatever. Um, and then, you know, browned, browned a little bit of ground beef. There really wasn't a lot of it, but browned the ground beef, put the tomato paste and everything. It was basically like the way Izzy put it, it was just she's like, 
I've done these before and this is like make your own tomato sauce. Like you can go and buy a jar of this tomato sauce done. And it's like that spices on the side of it. She's like, but you're basically just making tomato sauce. You've got chopped tomato, onion, the spices, tomato paste, and herbs and spices. Like this, this is stuff you get all together in a tomato sauce. You get more of it in a jar for like $2. And she's like, and then the pasta is like nothing. So the two of us were like, so we got noodles a pepper, an onion, a very small onion. This onion was the size of a golf ball for the record, a yellow onion, the size of a golf ball. So we're like, you can get all of this stuff, the linguine and, and there was a little bit of balsamic vinegar. So really not much to this recipe is the most disappointing out of all of them. Cause all the rest of them were outstanding and stuff like avocados and, and that like several vegetables and some protein and stuff. It was like, nice. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting my bang for my buck and it's a delicious meal. This was like boring ass, um, really boring ass, uh, spaghetti sauce and then linguine noodles. And you're like, you can, you could have made, you could have made what we had for five bucks portion wise and everything for $5. And we're paying over $20 for this meal because that's what, so I was like that one. I really don't like that was like a phone it in meal. And I said, she's like, well, you know, you are getting it delivered. And I go, you know what? I would, I would sacrifice 50% cost for the delivery. Just like other people do. You go to McDonald's for, for 10 bucks or you have it delivered to Uber Eats for like $23, which makes no sense to me. But the whole idea is I'm like, yeah, if, if this cost us, you know, 10 bucks in ingredients and we got it for 20, sure. But we just both agreed that if we spent $10 on ingredients, we would both have had a better meal, more meat, more sauce, and we would have had leftovers that we could have packed for another day for 10 bucks versus what we got for 20 something from that. So that was the most disappointing meal. All right, where are we? Uh, we're at the hour mark. All right, listen, guys, a uh, big disappointment um, from, uh, from chef's plate. Uh, th- the presentation was shit brown paper bags that looked like garbage, um, uh, rotten vegetables, uh, frozen meats. Um, and, and then of course the last one was like the value. It was like, really like I can make, I've been making spaghetti and meat sauce out of my cabinet. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to reverse engineer it. There's already meat in it. There's already spices. There's already tomato. It's done for me. It cost me two bucks for a giant jar of it, you know? So Anyways, thumbs down. All right, guys. Headlining Absolute Comedy, second through the sixth. AbsoluteComedy.ca to get your uh, tickets if you want. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast, guys. I'm sorry I was long-winded there for a while, but fuck, did it ever help fill the hour, right? Um, you know I love you, and, 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 a side note. Side note, or or, or complete on, Paris, you know, on pace with this. Send me an email. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. If you don't agree, or if you have something to share share it. I'll give you a platform. I will read everything that you say. You know what I mean? I want to know what you guys think. You know, that's, that's the beauty of this is that just because I'm running my mouth doesn't mean that like I get to talk and you don't, if you want to share something or a thought on something, I don't even care if it's related to the shit I was ranting about. Just anything that you want to share. Here's your platform. I will share it with my audience. You know, whatever you write, you wear on your own, just like I wear my own shit on my own, but, but I'll, I'll say it. I'll read it for you. All right, gang, you guys have a great week. Uh, the holiday season's coming. We're in December now. Uh, first socially distanced, uh, you know, people not going home for uh, old uh, Jesus's B day there. So um, I hope you guys are having uh, fun. The 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 ever the, the the sooner everyone comes to terms with the fact that that you know we're going to be uh, by ourselves or at least much smaller groups for the holidays this year, um, the easier it'll be for everyone. 
but uh, but let's get through it. Let's let's be smart and let's do things the right way, and then we can go back to normal faster. Um, in the meantime, I'm thinking of you. I'm sending nothing but love to ev- each and every one of you. Every underdog gets my support all the time. I promise. And uh, and that's it. Have a great week, guys. I'll chat with you again soon. Just because